Okay, Nerdy Legion, we have a brand new season for you. Let's get into our regularly scheduled programming. Real quick housekeeping before we do touch on that news. Uh, nothing crazy aside from welcome to the new season, nerds. As well as we will be uh, returning to our live episode schedule as well. So you can join me this Friday evening around about 7.30 Mountain Standard Time in the States. And uh, the, the we will have two Friday streams and then I have... A concert so that I'm tr honestly trying to get interviews with these artists but man it's a little difficult right now so hopefully we'll be getting better soon but right it's still uh, just scheduling and things is kind of a pain in the ass so either way that is housekeeping let's jump into news for the first time in the new season now we've got episodic content to get out of the way. Uh, this formerly known as the TV streaming section, I just felt like episodic content was a little more succinct and to the point because TV streaming is kind of a mouthful, takes up a lot of space on a thumbnail for the YouTubes. But yeah, TV streaming, episodic content, that's where we're going. We do have follow-ups, we do have trailers, follow-ups with Cobra Kai, Wednesday, Last of Us, Buffy, The Flash, uh, trailers for Superman and Lois, Mandalorian, Power Rangers. Man, this is, this is just, we're just going to be going on forever for this section. I'm warning you now, it's going to be a long video. Alright, so, Wednesday. Uh, season 2 has officially been announced. They are going to do it. No dates or anything just yet, but no, it is in the pipeline. Let's move on. Next, we have Cobra Kai. Season 6 has been announced as the final season for the story. You can go check out the official Twitter page for this letter to the fans. That is pretty cool though kind of disheartening because season six is the end. It's been a great ride. It's been worth a watch. It's been a lot of fun to watch. So join in the final season, won't you? Uh, no specific date of release has been given just yet. Just that this is going to be the last of it. Speaking of the last, we have The Last of Us. Uh, the, this is a follow-up because we, we talked about the release previously and now it's out. And There's one really big noteworthy piece about episode one going into episode two, and that is A, episode uh, two, two pieces, I guess, to note. First, A, Episode 1 is the third largest streaming debut that HBO Max has ever seen, so that's pretty freaking awesome. And then Episode 2 was 22% larger than that. So that's pretty awesome. Keep up the good work with this show specifically. I don't know about the rest of the stuff you got going on HBO Max or soon to be Max, but we'll talk about that again probably in the not-too-distant future. Uh, let's move next, though, over to Buffy. That's right, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sarah Michelle Gellar has kind of dashed all hopes for a reboot, at least a reboot that 
concerns her specifically. She says that she's all down for a reboot that is a legacy sequel situation in that it's a new Slayer, but because the main themes are adolescence and overcoming the challenges therein, she's no longer an adolescent, it wouldn't make sense for her. And she said that she's actually rather proud of the show that they've created and that to go back to that would kind of tarnish the legacy. So... There you have it. No Sarah Michelle Gellar, at least, related Buffy reboot series. Next, we have The Flash in the follow-up section, and Stephen Amell is going to be reprising his role as the Green Arrow in the final season, season nine of The Flash. So that's pretty awesome, fairly epic. That's all we got for follow-ups. Let's get into trailers, won't you? Uh, Superman and Lois Season 3 trailer is out now. Go check it out. Uh, it's, it's pretty intriguing. We've got some Superman and Lois news coming at you here in just a second as well. But March 14th is when that launches. Uh, Mandalorian is the next trailer that we've got. This one looks to be quite epic. I think this is the only thing that has me super stoked on Star Wars these days, and this trailer definitely does a lot to fan those flames, man. Go check this one out. Uh, March 1st is when Mandalorian starts dropping. Uh, Power Rangers, this is a pretty interesting one. This is kind of a news, a news announcement alongside this trailer and images and things. But we have the 30th anniversary of the original Power Rangers in America series. Uh, it's going to be a special on Netflix. And coming back to the franchise will be David Yost, who was Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger. We have Walter Emmanuel Jones, who was Zack Taylor, the Black Ranger. We have Steve Cardenas, uh, Rocky DeSantos, the second Red Ranger. And Catherine Sutherland, Cat Hillard, the second Pink Ranger. Joined by Johnny Young Bosch and Karen Ashley, uh, who was the second Black Ranger and the second Yellow Ranger, respectively. Uh, this is going to be really huge for older millennial types like myself who actually watched the original series of Power Rangers because I definitely watched the first two seasons, I believe. I think that's about the time that I aged out. But yeah, watched the first Power Rangers movie and the whole nine, man. Uh, so yeah, pretty awesome. Though... Of note is uh, the Kim, the actress who played Kimberly, uh, Amy Jo Johnson, has said that she would be willing to do the thing. So that's kind of weird, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm, sounds like maybe there's a money dispute uh, going on there, maybe? Moving on. All right. So next we're talking about Invincible. The trailer for Invincible Season 2 is kind of not really a trailer, but also kind of is a trailer, but it's like a super meta trailer. So yeah, it's more of a featurette, if you will. Uh, this featurette features Alan the Alien from Season 1, voiced by Seth Rogen, and pretty great. Uh, it doesn't really give us a date specifically, just says sometime late. 2023 so it will be here soon it just took them two years to get to this point which kind of sucks but there you go next we're talking about harley quinn this is a trailer not for the next season of harley quinn but for the valentine's day special the valentine's day special is going to be called a very problematic valentine's day special uh it will launch february 19th once again on hbo max 
I'm sure you already anticipating that part. Uh, then we have Carnival Row Season 2 drops its first batch of episodes February 17th. The trailer linked also in the description, just like the rest of these trailers, looks pretty great. If you didn't watch the first season of Carnival Row and you like fantasy stories, you really owe yourself. This was a quality. It is definitely a more adult version of a fantasy story. So maybe no one, nobody under the age of thirteen, probably should be watching this. It's, it's not like there's a lot of like nakedness or anything like that, or even all that much strong language. But it's pretty violent and fairly bloody. So just know that going in if you got the little ones around but it's quality it was good this is going to be the final season they are only doing two seasons we talked about that when it was originally announced a few months uh, before we went into the off season they're just reiterating this is going to be the final batch dropping i believe in three separate drops though don't hold me to that because that again is one of those things that one news source said it but the rest of them maybe didn't so yeah there you go and our final trailer for this episode is a very out of the blue but very welcome comedy series coming to Hulu, and that is History of the World Part 2. That's right, Mel Brooks actually is giving us a part two to the History of the World movie. So this, again, is going to be a series on Hulu. Uh, it drops March 6th. And yeah, I don't know if it's going to be the entire series like they do with most of their stuff or if they're going to do it an episode at a time or a group of episodes at a time. That was not exactly explicitly laid out, but it's Mel Brooks. It's the continuation to one of his classics. I don't know that we can go wrong. Go check out the trailer. Let's move right along, shall we? Uh, so let's move into the regular old news. We got regular news about, again, Superman and Lois. We got a casting announcement for season three. Michael Cudlitz is going to be playing their Lex Luthor. That name might sound familiar if you've watched The Walking Dead. That's right, he was the ginger-headed Abraham from The Walking Dead. He's done a number of other things as well, but... That's probably the most nerdy, noteworthy uh, thing that he has done, at least recently. And now he's going to be Lex Luthor. Very interesting. Not exactly an actor I would think for that role specifically, but he's got the chops. So let's see what happens, man. Uh, our next piece of regular old news is actually kind of dark. And it's uh, unfortunate that things like this in the world happen and that we got to talk about them. But here we are, and that is Rick and Morty. That's right. Uh, we're talking about the controversy that's been going on for a little bit. I, I, we've alluded to this previously, and now it has finally come to a head. So, the series co-creator Justin Roiland, who also voices Rick and Morty both, and then other characters throughout the series, just kind of side characters and one-off characters and such like that, has been fired from the project. Justin Roiland will not be returning to Rick and Morty. That means they have to recast the voice actors for the main characters of this show based on the fact that he has officially been charged with uh, not being a great guy to ladies. Uh, trying to keep that as PG as possible for the YouTube algorithm. But yeah, just a really crummy situation. And 
honestly, the, the, any victim of this situation is really where your, your, your sympathies should go because this is not cool. This is not pretty. This is not a good thing to be talking about, but here we are once again. So yeah, know, knowing that there are plenty of people that are capable of doing the voice work and they have the other series co-creator still there for the showrunner and I don't know that they're really going to miss a beat with this, which is uh, a, a testament to their durability and strength as a creative team, which is awesome. Uh, they are not yet halfway through the 70 episode renewal that they got a, a little over a year ago now, I believe it was. So there we go. Rick and Morty, darkness. Let's get out of this, shall we? All right, our, we're moving on now into suggestions for episodic content uh this is actually a double suggestion because both of these series definitely worth your time the peripheral and the last of us both of these series you simply must be watching william gibson writes amazing amazing books and finally one of his books got very well adapted to a live action project and then just the last of us is kind of becoming a cultural phenomenon and for good reason because it's quality storytelling this is a great example of how you can alter the source material while still remaining true to the source material and keeping the fans happy all at the same time. So yeah, go check out both The Peripheral and The Last of Us. All right, movies. We have movies to talk about. We have a follow-up on the Tron situation. We have Scream in the trailers. We have a Rebel Moon trailer, kind of, and that's we're going to get to that. Uh, we got, honestly, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch. Batman 2? Anyone? Okay, so uh, let's get into follow-ups and corrections. We have the one follow-up, and it has to do with Tron. Tron 3 is now going to, or Tron Legacy sequel, a.k.a. Tron 3, is actually going to be called Tron Ares. That isn't exactly news. I'm pretty sure last time we talked about this, that subtitle had been decided on. The news news is that they're actually going to be moving forward. At least... That's what all of the outlets would want you to think. I was unable to verify an official announcement from anyone related to Disney for this. So honestly, this still sounds like it might be rumor territory, but because all of the major trades were reporting on it as such, that's the only reason I didn't put in the rumors. But yeah, it does not sound like there is a 100% official word for a green light just yet, but it is still everything that we talked about previously. Uh, Jared Leto is going to be the lead. It, it is again going to be a third movie in the Tron series. There is one other change that we've, we've seen this time around Originally, it was supposed to be Garth Davis directing the, the film, and now it's, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say this name correct, uh, correctly, so uh, jo Joachim Ronig, uh, Joachim Ronig, something along those lines, uh, is now going to be the one in the director's seat, though, again, no official word from Disney as far as I could tell. Just all of the major trades reporting on this as if it were fact. So take this one with a little bit of grain of salt. So uh, moving on, we have trailers. Let's talk trailers for movies because we got some stuff coming up and it's crazy. First up, Scream 6, March 10th, new trailer. We're getting a little 
different kind of taste of Ghostface this time. You see, he's wearing a new mask. It's a, a, a deteriorated mask, a mask that looks like it's falling to age. That is going to play into the new meta, according to the director of the film. So how that will play out very much remains to be seen, but I'm kind of intrigued. I'm not going to lie. Looks pretty great. Moving right along, we're talking about Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's Star Wars movie that isn't actually a Star Wars movie because Star Wars told him to kick rocks. Uh, December 22nd on Netflix, we have a bit of a teaser trailer for this finally. And I'm super intrigued by what Zack Snyder's going to do for a Star Wars movie. Not gonna lie, I think this one's gonna be either just a hot mess of a dumpster fire or legitimately entertaining. So I don't think it's gonna be deep. I don't, I don't think we're running the risk of Zack Snyder telling a deep story, but it could be very well shot and very entertaining. So, yeah. Uh, next we have Batman the Doom that came to Gotham, the next animated uh, movie in the Batman series. Uh, this is going to be the first animated movie released posthumously uh, from Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy is not a, it didn't do a voice for this. It's just the first time that he could have theoretically, but didn't because of his passing. And that I'm, I'm getting in sad places now, so let's move on. Uh, the, the, it, the voice casting for this movie, though, is David Giantoli is going to be the voice of Batman. He's done that once before. He was uh, in the Grimm series. He was the lead for the Grimm series. He's married to Bitsy Tulak, who is playing Lois in Superman and Lois. And he's doing something else right now. Known for a million little things, apparently. I don't know what a million little things is, but he's known for it. Uh, then we're talking about Gabrielle Union as Kylie K. Kane. Uh, we have Christopher Gorman as Oliver Queen, John DiMaggio, my boy, uh, James Gordon, Patrick Fabian as Harvey Dent, Brian George as Alfred, and Jason Marsden as Dick Grayson, as well as the young Bruce Wayne. We have uh, Karen Brar as Sanjay uh, Toddy, David Desmalian. Uh, the dude that played the polka dot man in the Suicide Squad. Uh, he is going to be Grendon. I don't know who that is. Why do I not know who a character in a Batman story is? That's weird. Uh, Navid Neganbaum. I know I said that wrong and I apologize because I'm stupid. But uh, he's going to be Ra's al Ghul. Emily O'Brien as Talia al Ghul and Martha Wayne. We have Tim Russ as Lucius Fox. Matthew Watterson as Jason Blood, a.k.a. Etrigan. We have Jeffrey Combs as Kirk Langstrom, William Salyers as, as Oswald Cobblepot, Gideon Alden as Oracle, and Darren DePaul as Thomas Wayne. So yeah, pretty uh, noteworthy names in this one. I This trailer is kind of awesome. Uh, I really love what Warner Brothers is doing with their animation studios. I hope, I hope under the tutelage of James Gunn that that does not deteriorate because this is such a good time for animated movies as far as Batman Superman types are concerned. Uh, that's what we got there. Next, we have a finally a new trailer for the Winnie the Pooh horror movie, Winnie the, Ho Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Uh, it's February 15th, still going to be in theaters just that one day. It's a Fathom Events thing, so if you have a Fathom theater near you, you can get tickets, possibly. Uh, but this time we get just a little bit more of this and every little bit that we actually get for this movie, it's like, I mean, I think this might be 
a pretty decent slasher flick. Some sort of weird amalgamation of a slasher and a creature feature, because technically it's a pig and a bear going feral and killing people, but they're anthropomorphic animated characters, and what? <laughs> How does this look like it's going to be a slightly promising horror movie in 2023. I don't get it, but I'm very intrigued at the prospect of it. Let's move right along. Next, we're talking about a new one uh, from, speaking of horror, Ari Aster. His new movie is called Bo is Afraid. It's being billed as a comedy, kind of, but it's Ari Aster. If you don't know who Ari Aster is, uh, he did Hereditary and Midsummer. He's an A24 director, and he's great at making you feel queasy and uncomfortable and not want to look away from your screen all at the same time. Uh, yeah, Ari Aster, it's, it's starring Joaquin Phoenix. It's coming out April 21st. The trailer starts off fairly normal, but then gets all Ari Aster on your ass. And, oh, I don't, I, uh, you tell me. Because <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing on that. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's what we got for trailers. Let's move into regular old news, guys. All right. We have first up is Animal Farm. We have the official confirmation that they are moving forward. This probably could have gone in the follow up section, not going to lie. We talked about this previously. But Andy Serkis's George Orwell adaptation is, in fact, moving forward. Quote from Mr. Serkis itself It's a reimagining of Animal Farm for this generation for a post truth world. Unquote. The hell does. What? 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 <laughs> like, we read the same book, right, Andy? Like, this, you know what happens in this? Uh, okay. All right, let's see how they adapt Animal Farm. This We've gotten an, a modern-day adaptation previously. It was a comic book. It was not bad. It was actually quite good. So what could you add to the conversation? All right, I'm going to just stop there. Uh, next, we have The Batman 2. We have Matt Reeves has officially found a co-writer for the script. This co-writer is Mattson Tomlin. Tomlin is noteworthy because he wrote that Project Power movie with Jamie Foxx and company. Uh, also, uh, he helped with the production of the first Batman movie, so he's at least familiar with Matt Reeves' version of the property. So that's potentially good, though I would imagine something of a net neutral situation. I give, I mean, can't really go in and further into that than that. So let's move on. Next, we're talking about Violent Night. Uh, this is just a real quick update on Violent Night. We've talked about it previously, but this isn't a, a, a follow-up necessarily. This is an announcement of a new movie, and that is the sequel to Violent Night, which if, I mean... I can see it. I, I, I'm actually kind of here for it. I'm not going to lie. This looks like it, it very possibly could be a lot of fun because the first movie was a whole hell of a lot of fun and it shouldn't have been in spite of itself. It was a great watch. Again, nothing too deep, but very much hum, hum, hum of popcorn fodder. Let's do this. I'm Yeah, let's go, shall we? Uh, that is what we have for regular old news in the movies section. Let's get into movie suggestion. My suggestion for this week in movies is Weird, the Al Yankovic story. This movie is hilarious. If you are, if you are into 
Weird Al's style of comedy. If you watched UHF and you thought it was at least not terrible, <laughs> then you will really appreciate Weird. If you have a Roku uh, TV, if you have Roku channel uh, option, then by all means, this is absolutely something that needs at least that much of your time because, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al just kills it. Kills it. I was rolling had to pause the movie rewind and all that because i was laughing too hard so weird the al yankovic story is your suggestion this week which then brings us to the rumor mill we've got we've got quite the rumor mill suicide squad kill the justice league thunderbolts mario and sonic at the olympics persona 3 james bond wallace and gromit five nights at freddy's the movie and so much more let's get into these rumors shall we uh, first up, we do not have uh, any confirmations or refutations, but we do have new sources on a couple of different rumors. First up, we have Blade. There is a new source that confirms that we are still getting the split timeline where the at least por part of the movie is going to be told in the 20s, which is very strange considering I don't remember any Blade story that did that in the comic books, so... Let's just see how that rolls out. Um, this is even after the rewrites, because before the rewrites, that was the rumor. And now, apparently, according, again, to this new source for that rumor, even after the rewrites, that's one of the things that's persisting is the split timeline. So... Okay, next we're talking about Star Wars. Star Wars, the next three Star Wars films are, according to new sources, going to take place in a post-sequel timeline, which means that we are going to see sequel actors in this timeline. So very probable Rey, very probably uh, maybe some references to Kylo and the Knights of Ren and so on and so forth. So that's the kind of stuff we're looking at for the next three mainline Star Wars movies, according to rumors. That's all we have for new sources. Let's get into new rumors. Uh, first up, we have Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. We've actually got a couple of gaming rumors in this bad boy. So this is the first one. New rumor says that there will, in fact, be a battle pass for the game, but it's not going to be to unlock gear that is going to aid you. And it's not a pay-to-play or pay-to-win kind of situation. It is going to be strictly cosmetics. Uh, while we were in our off-season, there was a leak that happened that appeared to show that there's going to be a battle pass for this game and that it, that battle pass is going to uh, have as part of the battle pass things that are required in order to continue to play the game. Now they're saying, yes, there's going to be some sort of battle pass, but it's just going to be for cosmetics, nothing else. So likelihood for this, I feel like is pretty freaking high because this is the way of the gaming world anymore. I'm going to put this one at about 80% likely because, I mean, I would honestly be very surprised if they didn't at this point include some sort of battle pass for a new game. Next rumor has to do with the Thunderbolts movie that's coming out. Uh, so we got word a little while ago that Julia Louis-Dreyfus's uh, character of Valentina Allegra de Fontaine is going to be in the series. And now we have rumors saying that she is going to be part of the big bad duo for the movie. The other half of that duo is going to be Sentry, who is somehow going to be her creation. 
I can see it, though technically speaking, this is rumor based on rumor, so there's only so far we can take this, and that is 50% that this rumor is legit. Our next one is another gaming rumor, and this has to do with uh, Super Mario and Sonic. This is actually a game that's come out previously, so it would be a newer iteration of uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. It is said to be in early development over at Sega Studios? This one is less likely because of that last little bit, because Nintendo made the last one, at least that was the, the name that was put on it. I don't think Sega is the one that makes these games. Nintendo just licenses Sega's characters. So I will be honestly pretty surprised if every piece of this rumor comes true. I would imagine eventually we'll see another uh, Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games game. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, and I don't think it's going to be developed by Sega. So I'm going to put this one at about 30% likelihood that it's legit. Keeping in the vein of video game rumors, we have uh, Persona 3 is rumored to be getting a remake sometime in the not-too-distant future. And it should be announced sometime soon, according to the rumor source. Not the best rumor source in the world. Also, Persona 3 is kind of a weird place to start with the updating for new consoles because, you know, the 1 and 2. Though the duology, uh, I don't think actually got a new, a modern console update recently. So I could be wrong. Correct me if I am in the comments, please. But I don't know. I feel like Persona 3 is a weird place to start. I'm going to put this one right about 50% because there's not really enough to go on either way. Switching gears back into movie rumors, we have a James Bond rumor. This time it's not Idris Elba that's rumored for the role, but Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's right, Kickass is rumored to be in talks actively to portray 007 next. Uh, this is a new source for me. I, there's no real way to verify this at the moment, so I can't really go very high, though... He's kind of having a moment right now, so I wouldn't be too surprised. I'm going to put this one right about 40%, and that's just being conservative. The next rumor that we got on the rumor mill has to do with an older animated series of movies, and that's Wallace and Gromit. Just the, the rumor just broke onto the rumor mill scene as I was wrapping up my notes for this episode. Uh, Wallace and Gromit reportedly in development for a new movie comes from a pretty solid source. So I'm going to put this one at about 60% likelihood uh, because it's so new. I haven't been able to get it from any other sources. But again, the source is pretty solid. So yeah, 60% for Wallace and Gromit. We haven't heard anything from Five Nights at Freddy's for a while, and now we have, it's not a news update, but a rumored casting update, which, you know, at this point, we'll kind of take wherever we can get it, right? So, Five Nights at Freddy's actress Elizabeth Lale has reportedly been cast as Vanessa in Blumhouse's adaptation of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh... Okay, again, just a lot of this stuff this week is like, it's there, it's hard to verify though. I'm putting this one, we're going 50% again because this there's just been nothing about this for so long and then all of a sudden we're getting casting. Just seems like maybe not the most solid situation. Then we're talking, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania is the next big Marvel movie that's coming out. And apparently there has been a leak and it's a weird leak. Uh, it's not exactly a script. It's just the dialogue from the movie has leaked. So there's a lot of detail that isn't exactly there, but there's a lot you can glean from dialogue. So uh, if you, this very possibly is incorrect. Uh, the, 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 the source very potentially is somebody who was given a sheet of paper or a word document of some sort, a text document of some sort, uh, that they had to then translate into uh, subtitles for the movie because that's kind of what this looks like in its original form that has been leaked out. So very possibly there are going to be actual spoilers that we're going to discuss here for uh, the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So you've been warned. I'm going to stop tripping over myself and mumbling. Let's get into this. All right. So uh, this all has to do with Kang. These are three points that apparently are going to affect the MCU going forward after this movie. First is that Kang was banished, according to this leak, Kang was banished to the quantum realm as a form of prison because it is a, a realm that exists outside of time. Kang's powers are time related. If there's no time for him to manipulate, then he can't win like effectively so yeah that, that stands to reason i feel like that's a variation of something that's kind of happened in the book so that's that's again an interesting way to go about it next one is uh that kang is trying to overthrow entity uh in order to get out of the quantum realm and to take over all of existence because entity or eternity rather entity eternity is the entity that is in charge of all of, all of existence it is essentially at least as far as the mcu is concerned uh so again stands to reason if that's the way you got to get out of the quantum realm and take over the existence then that's the way you got to get over the quantum realm and take over existence so uh and then the third point is that uh the reason that we are getting incursions like we were talking about in the Loki series and have kind of sort of passively referenced once or twice since then uh, is because of all of the Kang variants, each fighting each other and effectively destroying the multiverse in the process. So these are all things that have come out. And then there's one last piece that is actually the post-credit scene. Reportedly, the post-credit scene is supposed to allude to the existence of the young Avengers, potentially setting up another movie for phase six or seven or something along those lines. So uh, they, we're just going to do this as one big leak. I, there's a lot of stuff in here that sounds like it's going to be up to interpretation the way it's presented. Uh, I think that we will see a fair amount of this legitimately happen. I don't know about that post credit scene necessarily. So let's just put this right about 60% and call it good, shall we? And then rounding out the rumor mill, we have two more gaming rumors. First up, Metroid Prime 4 has apparently been leaked as far as the announcement is concerned. The, the leak happened in that uh, it's uh, reportedly going to be in the next Nintendo Direct. 
Don't know exactly when the next Nintendo Direct is going to happen, but when it does, according to the rumor, we're going to hear about a release date. Very likely not going to be a release date that happens in 2023, but it's been about a, a, an appropriate amount of time since we got the announcement that they're scrapping everything and starting from scratch with a new, with a new developer. So yeah, this stands to reason. I, th I would be very surprised. I don't think it's necessarily going to happen in the next Nintendo Direct, but I would be very surprised if by year's end we don't hear something about Metroid Prime 4. So let's, let's give that a number, shall we? I'm going to say 70% likely, not be necessarily because we're, I expect to hear from them about this game in the next Nintendo Direct, but because sometime this year I do. So there you go. And then our final one that takes us out of here is Star Fox. Uh, according to this same source, we are very probably going to be seeing Star Fox. This one was a little less specific. Didn't say that it was going to be the next Nintendo Direct, but it did say that sometime this year we're going to be hearing about Star Fox. So again, another franchise I feel like Nintendo's kind of been sitting on for a little bit so we can get a little bit of a breather because the last few Star Fox games have not been great. So yeah, I would say very likely here too, we're going to say another 70%. And Nerdy Legion, that's where we end it. So uh, what did I miss? Let's talk about that in on the social medias. Follow me on the socials at Generally Nerdy on pretty much everything. Look for the, the Nerdy Ninja. That's the guy that, that, that signifies you're in the right place. For more on comics and comic culture nerds, you can join nerdylegion.com. Subscribe to any and all of the podcasts we offer over there on the subject. Don't forget to find me on the, on the socials and on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash generallynerdy for more nerdy stuff. We will see you next time. Thank you very much, nerds. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's all I got.